Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Fat Muscle Project podcast. I'm John Gorman, your host. We've got Jason Wells in the house. Jason, it's after Thanksgiving. You're not fat, man. What happened? Oh, man. I tell you what, um, I followed the protocol, man. Um, <laughs> you know, we've been working together for what, six years, yeah. roughly. And, uh, you know, we talked about this. this is the first holiday that I haven't been in a deficit. We've always been in a deficit of dieting or prepping for a show through Thanksgiving. And usually we end it on like, you know, Christmas Eve. So really, you know, this is the first time that I've actually got to follow the protocol. And, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was pretty cool because I'm exactly the same weight I was pre Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, um, like I told you before, like, I'm glad it's over. Cause I mean, you work your tail off, you know, for the, those three days leading up to your meal. And I had three different meals. So I did the protocol three different times. Oh yeah. So, I mean, so, I mean, it's a testament that it works, um, if you follow it, you know, but like I said, it's, it's not easy. I mean, you know, you think about, you're doing high rep workouts every day and some people, they dig that. And there was a point in time I trained, you know, I used to do 20 or 30 reps all the time. Right. You know, but, you know, we've transitioned away from that, man. It's hard to go back to that Yeah. Um, for a week, you know, and then doing a hit every single day for, you know, for a week was uh, not the most enjoyable thing in the world. But it's hard. It's hard. But you didn't know, man, that. I can honestly say it's the first time, and you know this from working with me for so long, that I did not freak out. Yeah stress about a meal like i actually just enjoyed it I, you know i i didn't go ape shit like i mean i ate till i was full and i was done you know i had a piece of pie or maybe, i mean maybe i had two pieces of pie and you know yeah like i sent you that text message asking you a question about when you said one piece of pie is that per pie or <laughs> like you know but uh you know i mean uh, but i didn't stress about it. i think a lot of that maybe part of the th reason why i didn't gain any weight because you know stress has a lot to do with holding some water weight and stuff and man i i just didn't i didn't stress i didn't it wasn't like i didn't care it's just i think i've been doing this long enough i understood yeah and better than i did five years ago and for people listening if you go back this is episode six that you're listening to now episode five was our our podcast right before this we've got christmas and new year's coming up we go over basically a protocol on how to deplete leading up to big holiday meals and events. So you can just eat and be with everybody and not really worry about gaining fat. And like Jason just said, he had three different Thanksgivings and he didn't gain at all. Um, your Monday check-in came and I think you were like 205 or something. I could have added food for you because we're in the off season. That, that's right. how well it worked for you and you stuck to it. But um, yeah, so as far as me, I, I know that's kind of your your last week in a nutshell. Yeah. Right now we're getting ready to drop this. It's the last day in November. I'm going to drop it tonight as soon as we're done either or or tomorrow. We've got our big, you can see behind me, I'm at the Fat Muscle Office if you're watching on YouTube with all the supplements and stuff back here. Tomorrow we start the Fat Days of Christmas, and that's literally, it's like the 12 Days of Christmas, but we do seven days, and every single day is a different special, and we try and make those really big specials to where they save people money, that it's not a bunch of gimmicky shit. Like, it's our, it's our way to kind of give back, so... The first day, we're knocking off um, all of our brick-by-brick brick whey protein down from $57 down to 49 So if you like the chocolate caramel or cinnamon or whatever flavors you like, we've yeah, got a whole a, bunch of a them. Great, that's a great deal. 
Yeah, saves you about seven, eight bucks a tub. So it's a great time to stock up and that will be day one and then that will end. And then day two starts another one. And then it culminates in the final day. We're going to give away an $800 gift card to the online store. Um, so that's, that's, you know, and it, it's a big deal. You know, we try and give back and it, it's a big money generator, you know, so it just helps everybody out. But speaking of giveaways, we've got one today. So we've told you guys, leave those reviews and man, we have all five-star reviews. So we haven't stumped to join up and we're getting there, but I do want to announce our first winner. We're going to give you a $200 fat muscle gift card. Just see the show notes, send me an email or Jacob's emails in there as well. Um, but the first person, and I don't know how to say this name. This was on the Apple podcast reviews is the one this one came from. It's wiped or W E I P D. It's probably that probably stands for something in police department or law enforcement or something, but W E I P D left the review on nine 22. If you guys go look. Um, and this was just a random thing because we pick out of everybody. You just pick one name out of the hat. Um, so this was, this was our winner. I don't know if it's a guy or girl, but thank you very much. Um, you've just won a $200 gift card to our store. So you can buy all the protein you want. You can use it during the, the fat days of Christmas. You can use it whenever you want. So congratulations. And guys, keep leaving those reviews. All you have to do, you can pause what you're listening to right now and leave a quick review. You can just, you know, give it five stars if you want, and then you can write something, John, Jason, or Austin. It doesn't matter. Um, it literally takes you 15 seconds, and you could win a $200 gift card. So we're going to be doing more of those in the future. So get those those reviews up. Um, but yeah, man, we're getting ready to head into December and we get a lot of questions and that's what today's episodes on Jason, um, between me and you every day is questions because, you know, I've got clients email me. So do you, but you've also got two gyms that you're running. You're getting a lot of social media. We both get DMS there. We got four really good questions here, man. So if you want to kind of take the reins, yeah. this will be your baby today. All right. Question number one, listener. What's your minimum recommendation for water intake for men and women? And how do we know how much to drink? You know, this is a, this is a question a lot of people won't think. It's not sexy. It's not fun to talk about. It's actually really important. I'll just give my general recommendations for men and women. When I send them uh, their plan, for example, I put on there for women, drink three to four liters at a minimum. And that's basically a liter is a quarter of a gallon. So if you drink four liters, that's a gallon. I tell women to drink three to four. Now, if a you know, woman weighs 120 pounds, she drinks a gallon of water, she's probably going to pee all day unless she's super active. But you know, three liters, three quarters of a gallon seems to be about right for most women. Unless you're somebody that sweats a lot, you're outside a lot, then you need to drink probably a gallon. And guys, I always, I always say get a gallon minimum between four and six liters. So I know for me, if I drink a gallon a day, I'm peeing nonstop, but I'm not very active. So I'm not someone that's going to drink six liters for example i'm gonna drink that that four right. range so that's just kind of my general recommendation jason where you sit with your with your folks man mine's pretty much spot on you know i look at their activity level um my clients are so spread out from I mean, i have diet clients that don't even work out they're just doing on 30 minute walks a day because yeah. they got a medical reason why they can't or back issues or whatever um so i look at it from that standpoint you know usually those people three liters if they're going to the gym they're pretty active for a female four liters man i say you know gallon to gallon a half um regardless um i know uh you know i've i've religiously done a gallon a day for six years and there's a lot of benefits to it so yeah 
Yeah, you've got one of those big steel, stainless steel gallon jugs. I know that you carry yeah. We sell those on our website, not trying to plug them, but they're ice shakers. They're really, really good. We've got half gallon and gallon. You got it right there with you. So if you're looking on YouTube, you can see that. Man, that'll keep your water cold for, that one will probably keep it cold for like four days. So Man, it keeps the ice for about four days. Yeah. So it, other things that people need to consider when it comes to water, you know, here's the thing. If you Here's an easier way to look at it. Measure your water intake, and if you're peeing and it's straw-colored, that's about right. If it's dark yellow, obviously you need to drink more water. Unless, you know, some multivitamins will have that. You know, it will make you pee kind of a weird yellow color. But I'm telling you, you, like, orange is dehydration. Like, you need to drink right. water. But if you're peeing and it's pretty much straight clear, you're you're it's you're not going to overhydrate and hurt yourself unless you drink a ton in a short amount of time. So I like to kind of aim between kind of more of a clear to a light straw colored. It seems to be about right. And if it's clear and you're peeing every 15 minutes, that means you're drinking too much or you need to up your salt intake. And that'll be a topic for another episode. But I mean, you, you drink about a gallon a day, you work out for a couple hours, you're, you're constantly moving from store to store. You're not outside like sweating your ass off in a shop no. or anything, but a gallon seemed to be about right for you or a gallon. Yeah. Day. And here's the deal, you know, you talk about, you know, how many times you're peeing a day. Mine fluctuates, you know, um, along with kind of how, what I eat, like with the salt, you know, if I'm heavier salt, lighter salt, I can, you know, you can tell there's, you know, I used a, I drank a little bit extra through the holiday season mm-hmm. just to help with the bloat. And, um, you know, so obviously I peed a lot more than I was normal, but that was, that's to be expected. Yeah, and that's, you know, I just made a post on social a couple days after Thanksgiving. I said a quick, easy way to get the bloat off that you can use water. So you can up your water intake to to extra, and it will flush bloat and extra water that you're holding from, like, high sodium and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm sitting here drinking this caffeine-free bang because I'm cutting back on my caffeine. And also, Jason, a lot of people ask, well, does it, does things like energy drinks or, or coffee and stuff like that count as water intake? Yeah, I mean, it's primarily made up of water. But just as a general rule of thumb, I just like to tell people, make sure you get your three quarters of a gallon or your gallon or whatever you're supposed to have. Make sure you get that in. And then whatever else you want to drink on top of that is fine as far mm-hmm. as like tea or coffee or energy drinks or what have you. So that's just kind of my general rule of thumb. So, Well, I think, too, when you talk about that, too, I mean, just kind of off subject here is, you know, caffeine is a natural diuretic. So exactly. if you're pounding a lot of caffeine, um, you probably need a little bit more water. Yeah. So. Yep. All right, man. What we got next? All right, number two. I wake up early in the morning to train. It's the only time I have. I'm up at five. I'm in my home gym by five fifteen. I had been training on an empty stomach, but heard you talk about not being good. What's the best approach here if I don't feel good with food on my stomach that early? So this is something you and I both deal with a lot um, when we have clients that have to get up and train early. So mm-hmm. sometimes this is the best time or the only time, like like this person asking the question here. And can you train fasted? Every Sure, anybody can train fasted. The problem is when you wake up in the morning, you're in a catabolic state, meaning that your body's in more of, in a breakdown state. You're breaking down fat. Um, you haven't had protein in maybe eight hours. So, you know, the you're not in an anabolic state, you're in a catabolic state and cortisol is high because it should be high in the morning to wake you up. If you go start doing something that's going to spike cortisol, cortisol is then going to go through the roof and you haven't switched your body over from a catabolic to an anabolic state. So training fasted is never a good idea. Now, 
is it splitting hairs for gen pop? It depends. Like if somebody's going to do that six days a week and they're training early in the morning and they're not having any food, it's probably not going to be that great because cortisol is going to chronically be getting spiked super high in the morning. So what I like to tell people is there's two different approaches here. And Jason, you weigh in on, on what you like to tell people or what you've done yourself in the past. I tell people two things. If you're not someone that likes to have something on your stomach, have whey protein, whey protein isolate. That's ours is literally one scoops, 25 grams of protein, no carbs and fats, and it will literally absorb in your system and you won't even know it's there. You need six ounces of water for a scoop or two, hammer that down the hatch. As soon as you get up, you're not even going to know that's in your system because your body's already going to be processing that and moving on to the next stages. So you need to have that to turn your body on and the catabolic state off and turn the anabolic state on. Then you're ready to go train. As far as carbs, you have carbs stored in your liver and your muscle. So you actually don't need to eat carbs right before you work out because it's going to take time for those to digest. So could you have super fast carbs before you could, but this person says they don't like to train with food on their stomach. So I recommend a whey shake uh, right out of the gate. And then there's other there's other methods that you can use. You can have EAAs, which is essentially, it's damn near as good as a whey protein shake. It's all the essential amino acids plus BCAs. You can have that and sip on some carbs while you train. So at least then you're turning your body onto an anabolic state and you're giving some carbs. Carbs help knock cortisol down. Uh, they help fuel your workout and they help give you energy and help you perform. So the other answer would be to skip the whey shake and just start with the AAs and the carbs during your workout. Those are two methods. But Jason, if you had to do it tomorrow, which way would you do it? So, you know, for me, I mean, obviously, I don't like working out in the mornings anyways. Uh-uh. Um, I, I don't, I like to have at least two or three liters of water, a couple of meals in me. That's where I feel the best. But um, I mean, if I had to, I mean, I've, I've had to get up early in the morning and go work out, you know, four or five o'clock in the morning. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a way, you know, way isolate. And uh, like a cream of rice, because it, it doesn't set to my stomach, you know. But usually, by the time I eat it here at the house, and by the time I get to the gym, it's, you know, it's already kind of absorbed into my system. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're getting up at five and you're in the gym by five fifteen, like I could see where maybe that would still be sitting there. So whey isolate would be great. You know, my clients, it's I tell them the same thing. At least a whey isolate or uh, you know EAAs with, you know, I tell them to get some kind of you know, powdered carb source to throw in there with it. You know, we have our interformance. There's other products too, but like, you know, dump in there and drink it while you're doing your workout. At least get something in, in you that's going to, like you said, get you back into an anabolic state, not a catabolic state. Um, yeah. Training in the morning is tough because we we go back to the first question is water. Um, training early in the morning without enough water to hydrate your muscle cells is a dry muscle is a muscle just waiting to tear. So if the chance of tearing something or getting injured is much higher in the morning when you haven't hydrated yourself. Um, but I know sometimes people just don't, they just don't have a fucking choice. So that's what you got to do. So, um, I would recommend some salt too with that shake and some fluids before you train. Um, to at least help your muscles contract and do what they need to do. So water and salt before, but if you only got 15, 30 minutes, there's only so much you can do without that sitting on your stomach. So um, good, good question there. What, uh, what else we got? All right. All right, man. This is a uh, question about whey proteins. Um, Post-workout is whey isolate best or is a blended protein? Okay. You know, this is a, 
this is an interesting question. And this goes back decades and decades. And I can tell you what the research says. For a long time, I always told my clients, you need to have a fast acting way isolate post-workout. And that still stands true. Like that will always, always, always work um, because it, it turns on protein synthesis and repair immediately and it's fast. However, there are blended proteins that will work, but the best ones have a way isolate as one of the main ingredients, one of the first ingredients. And I know, and, and this isn't just a, uh, we've got a whole bunch of blended protein uh, flavors over here. And this isn't just a plug those because there's other, there's others on the market. But when you look at some kind of a blended protein that has like casein in it and, or egg and all these different things, you need to make sure the first ingredient is an isolate. Can you get by with a concentrate? It's pretty fast. But when you start seeing a lot of concentrates as the first ingredient, you're going to see a lot of bloat. So we put ours as way isolate first, concentrate second, micellar casein third. So then you've got three different digesting ways um, or three different digesting proteins in there two pretty fast and one pretty slow. And the research has shown that when you turn on protein synthesis, when you have whey protein or protein in general, when you have whey, it turns it on and it's fast. And, but it also shuts off if it's just a whey isolate after about 90 minutes. If you add a case into the mix, it helps extend that out for another two or three hours. Kind of like having carbs with whey does. And I've talked about that on other podcasts before. So, both work, but if you have a blended protein, you can have that. You don't necessarily have to have a meal as fast after you have that post-workout shake. So for me, I'll just be honest, all I've been doing is having our blended proteins because our new apple pie is freaking my favorite. Yeah, I, that's, all I, that's all I do, yeah. do that pre and post-workout. Zero bloat. It digests really fast. And I can just have that and some carbs, and I, I don't have to eat for three or four or five hours. So Either one will work. It really just depends. Um, Jason, we've had some pretty tough blended proteins that we've both tried. Um, <laughs> talk about what you feel like, because you're a guy that used to battle bloat. So having yeah. something after a workout or before a workout actually is is going to be crucial. So, you know, really, I, I mean, I am a creature habit. So my pre-workout is a meal, but I, I eat about an hour and a half, two hours before you know, it's usually, it's probably my biggest meal of the day. You know, it's, it's usually 45, 50 grams of protein. And, you know, right now it's probably 80 to hundred carbs, you know, very low fat, you know, but it, it works for me. Post-workout, man, I am, I, I'm a big believer in the isolate. That's, that's just what I've done for six years. It works for me. Um, you know, like you said, though, like, you know, it's usually as soon as I'm done working out, I make a shake and I drink it probably before, before I leave the gym. You know, I get it in my system, get it going. And by the time I'm home, you know, like I said, an isolate's going to go through your system pretty quick. Um, you know, within about an hour, hour and a half after I get home, you know, it, I'm time for a meal, you know, yeah. so then I eat a meal. But yep. that's, that's when I hit my carbs. You know, I don't actually take a, a carb with the way isolate. I just drink the isolate by itself and then eat about an hour later. Yeah. Um I've done that many times. It 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 all works. I think if you're listening, the general rule of thumb is if you've got a whey isolate, go ahead and have that and then have a meal an hour later or have a whey isolate and some carbs after workout. But if you have a blended protein in the way that I described it, you can have that and some carbs post-workout and you're going to be good for three or four hours. So then you can eat right. your next meal. So really, you just got to think about how it extends out. Um, so yeah. I think it gives you a good option on depends on how your day plays out, you know. Yeah. Um, 
usually when I get done at the gym, my day's pretty much over. So, you know, it's not a big deal for me to go home and fix a meal. But, um, you know, there's times when I have done a blended protein, you know, like, you know our apple pie, you know, like you make that with a half a scoop of, you know, our fat snacks and pour that over some, some chicks make or chicks cereal, dude. It's pretty legit. So, you know, there's just, there's days when I like, I got a lot going on afterwards, you know, kids and sports and everything else. It's just easy for me to know, Hey, I can eat this. It's going to last for three or four hours and, you know, get me through that sporting event and fix something afterwards. Yeah. Um, all right, man, this is our last one. It's, uh, it's, it's our favorite topic. <laughs> all right. I don't feel pre-workout or coffee as much anymore. What's your protocol for cleaning up receptors so you feel it again? So, like I said, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see I'm drinking a caffeine-free bang. This one's black cherry vanilla. You can get those on Amazon. Because I like I like the taste of these drinks, right? I wish Monster made a caffeine-free one. That's all I drink. I'd never touch caffeine. The thing is, a lot of us, we like pre-workouts. We like sugar-free monsters. We, you know, Some people like bangs or rains. So what happens is over time, your, your receptors start getting so used to high caffeine intake that you don't really start, you don't really feel a pre-workout or a monster or a coffee like you used to. So what do you need to do? You up your intake of caffeine. So you feel it more. And then what happens over the next couple months, your receptors start to shut down because you're beating them to death. So you have to drink more and take in more and it shuts the receptors down more over time and finally get to the point where you just don't feel shit. And then you feel like shit. And we just did an episode of on adrenal fatigue with Lacey Dunn over on our sister podcast, Elite Physique University, that I run. And we go into detail on that here, and we don't have time for that. But my point is, if you abuse high caffeine for too long, your adrenals will give out. Some people are a little more resilient. I know, Jason, you can, you've been drinking high caffeine for a while, and you're pretty resilient to it. I'm the type, if I have, if I have it too long – it burns me out and I feel really, really terrible. So um, where are you at right now on your caffeine intake as far as well, like, and then we'll talk about what yeah. we do to cut it back. Yeah. So right now, and this is still high for a lot of people, uh, I'm about 700 milligrams a day, but that's down from about 1400. Yeah. You know, I'm a four or five monster guy plus pre-workout and I may make, I may drink a couple of, you know, diet Dr. Peppers or something like that. And, you know, what I've done is kind of like with you, I've, I've gone more of the no caffeine route. I think it's, it's more of a taste thing for me. Like I get my gallon of water every day religiously and you get tired of just drinking water, you know? So, um, I think it's that the carbonation, you know, um, I come from a long history of drinking, you know, 10 to 12 Mountain Dews a day, Yeah. you know, back in my previous life. And so I think my body's accustomed to tons of caffeine. Um, but I can always tell, like, you know, if I drink a monster nine o'clock at night and I'm in bed by nine 30, it's probably about time for me to cut back. Cause it's really not doing what it's supposed to. Yeah. And um, we, so we definitely don't recommend your caffeine intake for pretty much no. not very many. There are just some people that are more resilient. Just like some people can handle stress way better. Like I know people that can sleep five hours a night and they have forever and they can build a world-class physique. The rest of us look and feel like trash doing that. So if I had that much caffeine, I would be wired that whole day. But then the next three days, I would 
crash really, really hard. Right. We're all a little bit different. So if you're to the point where you need to cut your caffeine back, and for most people, what I've seen, if they're taking in 400 migs or more a day over time, at some point, they're going to just start to not feel it as much. Here's a simple protocol that I like to tell people. I'm, I'm kind of a pansy. I don't like to cut shit cold turkey. The only time I used to smoke back in like 2008, I cut that cold turkey, but that's different. Caffeine, you cut it cold turkey, you're going to have a massive headache. You're going to feel like shit. It's worse than the keto flu. So um, what I like to do is tell people, take your current caffeine intake, cut that in half and do that for a whole week. And then if you need to cut that amount in half again in another one to two weeks. And what I've noticed is I went from drinking three months at the highest. I was three monsters a day, which was only about 450 megs of caffeine and a scoop of pre-workout of ours. And ours is low caffeine. It's like 250 per scoop. So that's like, I don't know, 700 grams a day, milligrams a day. When I just cut everything in half and drank like diet Mountain Dews or, or inserted some caffeine free banks, it only took two days. I didn't have a headache and it only took two days. I actually started feeling better because I had more natural energy. And when I did drink caffeine, I was feeling it more. So part of that, I was feeling better with more, more natural energy from your adrenals kind of getting reset. But then you feel the caffeine that you're drinking too. So then you're feeling good from that. And then if you cut it back more, you're just going to feel better. So most people, if they can just keep it out and just have a little bit in like around the workout and give that time, save the higher caffeine intakes for when you really need it. Mm -hmm. Like if you have a big event coming up or if you, you have got fucking finals week, if you're a student, like I remember those days, I'm sure you do too, Jason, yeah. like save it for stuff like that. Um, but like towards the end of prep, save your caffeine intake to ramp it up then when that way you don't have it ramped so high when you get to the end of prep, you don't, you're not feeling anything anyway. So Right. That's kind of that's kind of my recommendations. Um, you have anything that you want to add to that? I, I, no, I do the same. That's what I'm doing right now. You know, I, I cut it in half. Um, probably next week I will cut that in half, and I'll get down to where I'm drinking one monster a day and I'm kind of pre-workout, which is quite a bit less for me. But I, I've done it several times through the years because you, you get to a point where you've done this, like you have or I have, where you, you kind of know you get to know your body. You know, hey, it's fun time to cut back you know yeah. and, uh, and I, little, I think it would probably to come out of prep you know we're three months post show uh towards the end i used a lot of caffeine just to get to keep you going um so i think that's probably the reason why i got to where i was but but i can already tell you right now even cutting back in half i actually have more energy on half the amount of caffeine than i did yeah me too and there's little hacks, too, that you guys can do. Like, before the show started, Jason and I were just talking because he orders in product for the gyms. And we were just talking. You can see these at gas stations. Monster makes a 12-ounce, like a like the white can Monster, the Monster Ultra. Normally, they're 16 ounces. They make a 12-ounce can. It's a little skinny can. It's only at like 105 megs of caffeine, which is much better than 160. So I know one thing I did was I bought some of those from the gas station. And instead of drinking a regular Monster, or whatever energy drink or was around, I just drink one of those and I'd have maybe one or two a day. And that was my caffeine intake at all just for the day. And I was down to 200. So that's a nice, easy little hack. If you're a coffee drinker, you can do half decaf, half regular for a while and then move on to all decaf. I don't think I've drank caffeinated coffee in, I don't know, years. So I really just kind of do decaf, but for the coffee fiends of the world, 
do half decaf, half regular, and that will cut your caffeine in half. So it's going to taste the same. Yeah. And, you know, too, like, then there's products out there. Like, we sell one, our non stem pre workouts that, Mm -hmm. honestly, one of the things I dropped was was the pre workout with caffeine in it. Yeah, me too. Just using our just using our bulletproof, and dude, I can't tell a difference. Like, yeah. you get the same focus, you get the same energy. Um, so that was a huge one, you know, for me. So yeah. I know there's other products out there like that, but I mean, that, that's another hack you can do is try use try switching up your pre workout and try stem freeze. Yeah, that that's a that's a good point. You think I'd think of that owning a supplement company with it sitting right behind me in the background over there? You always got my back. You you always got my back. So, Ben, so this has been a fun episode. We're not going to keep you guys very long. Um, Our next episode, we're going to have a guest on. We're going to have Cliff Wilson on, good friend of mine, uh, one of the best uh, diet coaches in the world, essentially. So, Cliff spent a couple years he was down and out he he got pretty sick for a while um but he's on the upswing and he just had the biggest year i think of his career and he's got some great knowledge so i'm excited to get him on here um i also want to let you guys know we have the fat muscle academy coming in january so start watching for that we don't have any information out yet but we will be releasing a flyer so if you want to attend a seminar it'll be in springfield missouri Price will be cheap. It's only 99 bucks. You're going to see uh, myself speak, Cliff Wilson speak, Dr. Pete Fitchin speak, and Ryan Irwin speak. Plus, we'll have a Q&A panel with people like Jason and Jace and others. Um, Wesley will be on the Q&A panel. So it'll be fun. It'll be an all-day event, so stay tuned for that. But, Jason, if you don't have anything else, man, I think we shut it down and we get ready to tackle December. Yes, sir. All right. For myself and Jason, we're out of here. See you guys. Thanks, guys.